Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Rustin. It is a rainy day, but I can't complain. This is Friday. Not that it, I mean, every day is kind of like a Friday for me. My days don't change much. The only, I, well, I guess it's um, the only day I don't do meetings is Saturday. Take one day a week. <clears throat> I think it's really important <clears throat> that you have a day off. You know, um, I think there's a season to work seven days a week, and then there's a season to take seven days off um, for restoration, reset, creativity. People don't realize that when you're in the grind constantly, you give very little space for your mind to think creatively. Very little. So it's important that you take time away to think. People don't think enough and they wonder why they stop growing. People don't think enough and they wonder why they stop growing. You need to have time to think. But uh, it's a Friday, it's raining. We've had like four nice days in a row so I won't complain, that's the nicest stretch of weather we've had all summer, which is crazy. Um, today, is going to be one of the last episodes of the Maserati, unless I do one on the way back. This will be the last episode, but I might film one on the way back. I am uh, trading this bad boy in. Got myself some more practical um, <clears throat> vehicles for Maine. You know, we've got one baby, one on the way. So, wife wanted a car with three rows. So, we got her uh, Yukon. Then I got myself a big old murdered out Z71 2500 diesel, the Duramax. I think it's a 6.6 liter Duramax, um, 10 speed. Super excited about that. They gave us a great deal. I wasn't expecting to get two cars, but uh, I drove by this lot, a something automotive, I don't know, um, A plus trucks or something, I don't know. And I saw the GNC, and I'm like, oh, GMC, rather. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check that car out And uh, for my wife. Because her lease is up September 1st for the Nissan. <clears throat> so, whoa, whoa, gee whiz there, partner. Guy almost backed into me. i got to trade this in today. That would have been devastating. Who pulls out of their driveway that aggressively on a main road? Calm down. Oh, I know. You gotta, you're in a big hurry to get to your desk job that you hate. Anyways, um, I uh, drove by this lot like last Saturday, and uh, I saw these car or this GMC Yukon. I'm like, oh, I gotta go check that out for Geneva. So I get to talking to the salesman. Price made sense. Had been sitting there for a while. Nothing wrong with it. Just not a lot of people up this way can afford something like that. Uh, hold on. Anyway, so I'd been sitting there for a while. Sorry, I was inside getting my bang. And uh, price made sense. It's a 2021. Uh, and it was cool because we were able to get uh, both vehicles in both of our names. Both of them. Uh, on the financing deal to help build her and uh, my credit. Because I haven't put anything in my name in three years. So, like, I don't really have personal credit. Because I've run everything through my business foolishly. 
foolishly. Trust me, guys. I'm not going to give anybody advice on credit other than what I said the other day. Hire professionals. And then the Z71, it's sick. It's murdered out. It's got these big off-roading tires on it. Guy traded it in so he could get a C6 that was on a lot, Corvette. And uh, he took immaculate care of this thing. I mean, it's just, it looks brand new. And it's a 2021. It's got like 60 or 70,000 miles on it. But that that truck can put 400, you know, diesel engine for at least 400,000 miles. So I'll probably have that thing for the next 10 years. <laughs> um, but yeah, we needed new cars. This Maz, she's, uh, she's done me well. Had her since 2018 or 19. 2018, I think. So 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 20. Man, I've had this car for like five, six years. It's crazy. It's only got 66,000 miles on it, too. Um, I got sideswiped. I think it was in 20, 2019 or 2020, like my second year having it. And it ripped just the whole, tore the whole side of the car up. Like some guy, I was going on, I was on my on this back road to my friend Sam's house, and this guy in this big truck in front of me, he makes this big wide left, like he's going left, but he was turning into his driveway on the right. He was making a big broad sweeping turn, must not have seen me, and just turned right, cut the wheel right, right into me. And I was, he hit me in such a way that I just scraped the whole driver's side of my car down his, the front of his truck. So I didn't have this, this, this thing was in the repair shop for like five months. It was crazy. But uh, yeah, so I'll be, I'll have a truck. As my buddy Brent says, I'm unlocking a new character. I go through, I have characters, historically. I have characters. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say I'm probably closest to my realest self right now. I think that the character that I am right now like, I, I, I'm always, I, I mean, look at me. I belong in a truck. You know what I'm saying? I don't belong in a Maserati. I'm 240 pounds, and I got a beard down to the center of my chest. You know what I mean? I posted a, some dude on uh, Instagram yesterday. He's like, I don't know if you're a gay lumber, lumberjack or a jack terrorist. I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as a major compliment. Because you think about a gay lumberjack, you think about a really jacked guy. Well, obviously not gay. But uh, you think about a real jacked guy with a beard who's real big. And then jacked terrorist? That might be the most uh, accurate description anybody's pegged me for online. <laughs> Dude, the internet's so funny. You know, there's some guy, what was his name? Dick Guzzler. Yeah. G-U-S-L-E-R. Uh commented on one of my reels the other day about uh, not taking advice from people that you trade places with. It's like, you should take your own advice. You sit at a desk and sell insurance all day, you fraud. Like, I don't sell insurance. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got some dated information there, champ. <laughs> These people are so strange. <laughs> and of course, it's, it's, it's a private profile with a cartoon profile picture. You know, that's there's nothing more pathetic and weak than hiding behind an, a, an alias online and talking shit to people. Like, I've had people accuse me of, like, making fun. Like, if I'm going to say something to you, I'm going to say it to you raw, to your face, with my chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scott, what is, what's up with this dude? 
Um, I'm going to say it to you raw, right to your face with my chest. I have never hid behind any pro profile. I've never hid behind any fake number. I've, like, if I've got something to say to you, you're going to hear it straight from me. And everybody's going to know that you heard it straight from me. I don't, I, I just, this is why, and a lot of guys on the right are mad because there's some politicians that want to end online uh, anonymity. Anonymity, yeah. I agree with it. I think you should have to, to have a profile, at least to be able to comment. If you want to have your own creative profile where you can comment on your own page and post your own, whatever you want, and you want to be anonymous, fine. But if you want to be able to comment on other people's stuff, you should have a picture of your face with your full legal name and an ID attached to that profile. That's my opinion. Because this whole, you know how much bullying would stop? You know how much nonsense would stop? You know all these threats, all these stupid, it's, it's just, it be, uh, online, it's, the internet is such a toxic environment because it is, it's allowed people who otherwise would not have a voice or a platform 100 years ago, like nobody would listen to these people. The internet has allowed some of the dumbest people to get famous, and it just allows the average, pathetic, useless Joe to just say whatever he or she wants. Like this guy posted a video of him squatting 500 pounds behind his back. Like he had the barbell behind his back. He was holding it in the crux of his arms and he squatted deep 500 pounds. You know what percentage of the population can even squat 500 pounds normally? I could barely, I think I could get 500 pounds maybe twice regularly. This guy squatted it behind his back. And of course, in the comments, you got all these pencil-necked, no trap having. There's there's nothing that frustrates me more than looking at a man and he's got no traps and he's talking shit on the internet. Like if you're, I don't mind if you don't have traps. Not everybody has to be a bodybuilder. Not everybody has to be a powerlifter. Not everybody has to be jacked. It's not. There's plenty of people that are in shape that have no traps and little shoulders. However, if you're gonna talk on the internet, smack to somebody about lifting. You better have, like, these people feel, the internet has allowed people to feel that they can just say whatever they want to say. I don't agree with that. I've, I've become a little bit opposed to freedom of speech. I don't think that, I mean, I do think anybody should be able to say whatever they want. But there's, to be able to say whatever you want without consequence, I think there's a problem with that. I think there's a problem with that. Like if somebody says something offensive to you in person, you should be able to knock their teeth out of the back of their head. That's just, like I'm, I, I wish I was born like Wild West. You know, you said something about somebody's wife in the Wild West, you're gonna get, you're gonna get shot in the chest in a bar. And everybody would just be like, oh, what Jim do? Oh yeah, he called Dan's wife a whore and he came in here and shot, well, what did he expect? That's, that's, that's the way it should be. I'm not saying you should kill people because they said something mean about your wife, but you should beat them up, for sure. I know what I would do. Somebody said something to me about my wife in person, you're going to get hurt really bad. Really bad. But now you go to jail for 10 years. Felonious assault. 
is we got a bunch of women running this country into the ground. Bunch of psychopathic, bug-eyed whores running this country right into the ground. No accountability for anything. Got third world trash running around raping and stabbing people. But you could get more trouble in Maine now for saying something mean to somebody. What's this guy's problem? What is... What, you got a... Oh, almost had a little road rage incident there, people. This this truck's been in my ass, like in my ass, the past three miles, and he just turned in my favorite coffee shop. You know what? He's lucky I didn't go in there and buy his breakfast for him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I talked about that the other day. They passed some law in Maine where you could get in trouble for saying something mean to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to flee the state. <laughs> yeah, come. Yeah, try serving that. Try, try come picking me up because I called you a faggot on the internet. Let's see how well that goes. Let's see how well that goes. See, the problem is, see, the thing is with me, whatever I say to you online, I would say right to you in person. There's no, I, I, I would, I'm going to tell you to your face what I think of you. I don't fear anybody. I'm not afraid of anybody. That's why I love that uh, John Gotti line. He said, I never lie. People only lie when they're afraid or something like that. I, I don't lie because I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid. I don't know many people that, who's going to hurt me? You know what I mean? Unless you shoot me in the back of the head or you gang up on me with three or four guys my size. Like, it's just, it's just, just <laughs> that's why I, I, I think men, you should train to be impenetrable. You should train to be indestructible. And it's not just about lifting weights. It's about combat training, too. Combat training. I'm, you know, I can, it's going to sound really arrogant, but I can walk into just about any jiu-jitsu gym and handle all the way up, maybe up to the brown belts, usually. Usually. You know, and there's a certain amount of, um, and I know there's going to be some guys on here that are going to laugh at me for saying that. It's the truth. You should train to be dangerous. You should be dangerous. A, a good man is dangerous. Extremely dangerous. It's better to be a gardener or a, it's better to be a warrior than a, in a garden than a gardener in a war. Like, if you are a man and you are listening to me, you should be training to be dangerous. You should know how to fight with your hands. You should know how to throw blows with your elbows and your knees you should know how to handle yourself on the ground I think that's the most important I know that there are probably even some professionals that would disagree with me that striking is more important I think being able to handle most fights end up on the ground Very, you know you'll see the highlights of street fights where the guy gets knocked out cold on his feet but what happens in most street fights they turn into a grab fest and then they end up on the ground with these two dudes grunting and rolling around together Ground is an ocean, baby, and I'm a shark. You take, I'm gonna drag you out to deep, deep water and drown you. We go to the ground. On my feet, I might get beat up a little bit on my feet. There's, I'm not, my, my striking isn't very good. I'm more of like, uh, you know, you know I'm, I'm one of those guys that's throwing haymakers. You know, I'm just keeping it real with you. I have to work, that's one area of my game that I need major work on, uh, is my striking. My striking is clumsy. 
um, very clumsy. But I wouldn't try to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with somebody on the feet. I'm going to get close to you and I'm going to bear hug you. That's just game over. I get my hands around you. It's, it's over. It's over. You can tell I got some testosterone in me today, right? I just want to fight. Every, You know what? There's nothing wrong with being a man and wanting to fight. I think men should want to fight. Men should crave a little bit of violence. Like, I'm always just waiting for a reason. You know what I mean? I feel so bad for the first person. I feel so bad for the first person that decides to get into a physical altercation. It's been years, man. It's been years. I got scars on my face from fighting when I was in uh, college. I've got all kinds of crazy stories about fighting in college. How about this one? So, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a great story. So, I was, uh, story time. So, I was uh, a freshman. And I lived in this hall called Narvik, Ravine Narvik or something like that it was called. So, they had, uh, so I went to Allegheny College. And they had like, I don't know, five or six dorms. And the one I lived at my freshman year, they put me with the smokers. I think it's because they asked if I smoked, and I said yes because I used to smoke weed. Um, and that's I think they put all the smokers in the in the ravine. So it was way off. It was not way off campus, but compared to the other dorms, it was off campus. Like you had to go down this big hill, up this really big hill, and you the, the dorm was in the woods, like in the woods. And uh, I was out probably it was like an October night and uh, I, there was a cemetery behind the, the ravine Njarvik, the dormitory Njarvik is what we used to call it Njarvik uh, there's this, uh, there this uh, cemetery behind the, uh, behind the dormitory about a quarter mile walk and I used to walk in that cemetery all the time, I'm a big fan of cemeteries it's a good perspective shifter like oh this is going to be me at some point, what can I do between now and then right how could I live the best life? So um, I was smoking a cigar, some cheap gas station cigar, because you don't have any money because you're in college. And uh, I was on my way back, and I lived, you know, I don't know, fifth or sixth floor. Third or fourth floor. There were only three or four floors. So I think I was on the third floor. I think there was one floor above me. But anyways, these two girls, I God, for the life of me, couldn't. one girl's name was Rachel, not my friend Rachel, different Rachel, Rachel and some other girl, uh, they used to smoke with us. So we had what was called the Nook, where me and my five buddies that lived on my floor, and then these two girls and random other people, we would all smoke weed out back um, in the Nook. So we, uh, I'm walking back, and there's a back door entrance to this place. So I'm walking back, and I see this guy, scraggly dude, with this big long beard, clearly not a student gray walking around the side of the building like not looking super he was looking pretty suspicious right so i'm like huh that's interesting so i it took me a little bit to get up to the building like i was pretty far away when i first spotted him i get up to the building i go around the back where he went like towards the nook and i turn the corner and his legs are sticking out of these two girls window he had crawled into their window because they were on the ground floor. They must have left their window open. He popped the screen out and he was crawling in. I grabbed him by the back of his sweatshirt and by his jeans and pulled him out of the window. This little old dude must have been on something because when he hit the ground, when I pulled him out, he popped up so impossibly quick. 
Like, this dude bounced off the ground like a bouncy ball. I've never seen anything like it. It was like a feat of athleticism that was almost kind of intimidating. <laughs> so he hits the ground. He bump, pops right up. And he looks at me with these wild eyes. Cocks back. Wham. Punched me square in the nose. I start, like, I, it's one of those hits that make your ears ring. I couldn't believe he got that much power. I'm, I'm lucky he didn't knock me out. I, I just wasn't expecting it. How fast he was. Wham. Right in the nose. And I just saw red. <laughs> I got a hold of this dude. I picked him up. And back then, I was only a buck 40, maybe. 140, 104. I was 100 pounds less than what I weighed this morning. I picked this dude up, slammed him into the ground, and beat the shit out of him. Like, bad. Like, to the point where I was hitting him in the head, and his head was just bouncing, bouncing, bouncing off the ground. Well, I didn't carry my cell phone around with me because it was this old flip phone, right? So I didn't have my phone. I'm like, what do I do? So I'm yelling, I'm yelling, I'm holding this guy down. So I run to the front door. I'm like banging on the front door. I couldn't find my key card anywhere. I got lost in the scuffle. I'm like, I got to get somebody before this guy wakes up. He's unconscious. Bang, bang, bang on the door. I mean, this dude was laying there unconscious, uh, just bleeding, right? So I'm banging on the door and I go running around out back and somebody, well, somebody comes to the door. I'm like, hurry up, call, call 911. Somebody just tried to break in the building bubble. They're like, what? I'm covered in blood. My knuckles were covered in blood. My nose was bleeding. There was blood everywhere, blood all over my shirt. So they call the cops. I go running around out back and the dude's gone. So the cops come. There's just big, long, gray beard hair, a big mud pile where him and I were scuffling, where I beat him up and blood everywhere. And uh, about a week later, they caught him. About a week later, I think what had happened was I knocked a couple of his teeth out or something, and he went to the hospital, took himself to the hospital. And uh, I identified him. They showed me a bunch of pictures of a bunch of old scrabbly dudes, and I was able to pick him out right away. Um, and I don't know what happened after that. I didn't have to testify. You know, I don't know what they did. But, uh, yeah, so... It was, dude, it was nuts. So I got a nickname. They called me the Defender of the Realm. <laughs> I was campus famous for like two weeks, man. It was hilarious. It was so funny. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's no real point to today other than that. There's story time for you guys. All right, love you. Let's get it.